Welcome to the fourth ever episode of WDW Happy Hour. I'm Catherine, and I am joined by my fellow podcast members. I've got Matt, Scott, Rob, and Holly around the table, and we just got back from Disney, so we have a lot to talk about this episode. It's going to be an exciting one. So to start with topping it off, I'm going to send it over to Matt. What you got, Matt? All right. For those not familiar, Topping It Off is our opening segment where one of us talks about a drink or libation that you can find at Walt Disney World. And I'm going to be talking about, I really wanted to, the past three, we've done a drink that you can find in Epcot, specifically the World Showcase. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go elsewhere. But then I ended up going with one that you can find at the World Showcase because <laughs> I'm a loser. So I'm going with the uh, Schufferhofer Grapefruit um Weizen mix it's a uh it's a mix between a german style hefeweizen and grapefruit juice um it's literally a mix it's 50 percent of a hefeweizen and 50 percent grapefruit juice and you can find it in the germany pavilion year round it's over by where they have the pretzels and it's freaking awesome it's so good it's i'm not like a huge drinker um I mean, like, I, I drink here and there, but, I mean, if I'm going to get something, I'm not really into these, like, mixed drinks. Like, basically everything you can find at Trader Sam's is not going to be up my alley. Like, so I typically stick to, like, a beer or something just simple. So this is really good. I mean, I like grapefruit juice and, and grapefruit generally, and I think even if you don't really like grapefruit, it's really refreshing. Yeah, and it just is. Like, I'm not a huge grapefruit fan, but I like the beer. Yeah, it's and it's only 2.5 alcohol per volume, so it's almost not even alcohol. And what's one of the best parts about the grapefruit beer? Its size. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, a, a, full, whole... it's a full glass. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. And you can get a pretzel. It, it weighs out very well. You can get the pretzel and the beer in the same stand in Germany, right to the you're looking into the pavilion it's the stand right to the right yeah it's awesome but it's also there's two places you can get you can get it out by the cart out by the water so oh. yeah so if one line if that. one line is longer than the other you can go to the shorter one there and you they go. both have pretzels the the one in i'll call it in the pavilion mm -hmm. has i think other beer choices or more of a selection the one out by the water i think just has two Okay. But yeah, I don't know what the other one is. I either. think this this is a kind of a park favorite for people who frequent Epcot and like beer. I feel like I see a lot of people drinking the grapefruit beer. It's really good. So yeah, if you haven't tried it, or if you have, and you know, drink it again because it's good. <laughs> it's also good if you've already made your way that far around the world, drinking around the world, to have a two point five per volume beer. Yeah, it slows you down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's almost like water. You can drink it like water, but it's flavorful. Sure. Flavored water. Rob was going to drink one after he finished the marathon this year, but not so much. No. <laughs> yeah, you chickened out. Nothing like a loaf of bread sitting in your stomach at mile people, 25. People were drinking Oh, I saw it. I as, saw it. Uh, people got margaritas in, in Mexico. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Idiots. That's, just, that's insanity. That makes me cramp up, and I don't even run. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's good stuff. So... That's my topping it off. So typically right. we kick it over to Rob with the news, right? Yeah, yep. that's what we're doing. So our first news item is Themed Entertainment Association publishes the 2015 theme park attendance estimates. So this is an industry uh, report. These aren't official 
um, attendance figures that that Disney or any of these other parks they don't release official but they're estimated um, so the Magic Kingdom continues as the world's most visited theme park with just over 20.4 million guests in 2015 a rise of 6% from 2014 which oh. is up from the 3% rise the year before it yes. feels like it yeah it does yes feel like it. Um, Epcot saw a rise of 3% to just under 11.8 million guests which is an improvement on its 2% increase in the previous year. Disney's Hollywood Studios was up 5% to 10.8 million. I think that's very surprising. And Disney's Animal Kingdom saw a boost of 5% up to 10.8 million. So they, they include a list of the top um, theme park attendants, just ranking them. So Magic Kingdom is one, Disneyland is two, Tokyo Disneyland is three, which is interesting. And they saw a four percent decrease. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, the other uh, four and five are both in Japan, Universal Studios, Japan, and Tokyo Disney Sea. Mm -hmm. um, and then Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios come in six, seven, and eight. Where is Universal? Florida. Uh, ten. What's they nine? saw? They Sorry, saw six. What's nine? Uh, Disneyland Park at Disneyland Paris. So how many? Oh. So tallying that up in the so top one, ten, how many two, of them are three, Disney? Four, seven, five, six, seven, eight out of the top ten. Wow, that's good. The only two are Universal Studios Florida and Universal Studios Japan. Are the numbers? Are the estimates listed for Universal Florida? Yeah, they saw a sixteen. It, not the total, at least what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. Just the percentage increase, which is sixteen percent. Hershey Park in that top fifty. It doesn't grow? list. No. <laughs> Would there be any concern if you're a Disney fan with the sixteen percent increase compared to the increases at Disney, for, from Universal compared to Disney? I need you to repeat that. Okay, question. that was that was a poor question. <laughs> so if there was a sixteen percent increase in attendance at Universal and Disney saw was it a nine percent increase at Magic Kingdom? Six. Six percent? Six percent. So that's a eight percent difference in or the ten. increase. It's ten yeah. Sixteen and six. I'm getting my numbers wrong. But but my point, uh, yeah, I'm not looking at it, unfortunately. <laughs> my point is that Disney didn't see as great of an increase as Universal did, so they're picking up some market share. I guess, but Universal had room. Well, to and also Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. That is Harry Potter. That 16% uh, is Harry Potter. And I think we'll see a very high jump when Star Wars opens at Hollywood Studios. Well, just to give you an idea, though. So the Magic Kingdom, they're estimating... 20.4 million guests and then if we go to the lowest of the Disney parks that they list which is Hollywood Studios at 10.8 which was number eight on the list Universal Studios Florida is still less than that that's surprising to me so though. okay I mean that's, so they're that's, probably under 10 million yeah that's which is it, it, right given the amount of resource they have um, Hotels, I guess I should it say. It feels busy there. I I always feel like we haven't been there in twenty years. Yeah. So. But oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. I, I mean, I think we all noticed. There's <laughs> no others. Uh, yeah, I don't think that we needed a an industry report to tell <laughs> us that it's busier. Yeah. I mean, just within the past three years. I mean, it seems like there's no off season. Mm -hmm. No, they're they're at one point. I mean, when we when I first started going, like maybe, like 
seven or eight years. Well, yeah, seven years ago about like there was definitely an off peak time you could go and you're like, oh, this is awesome. The crowds are totally dispersed and seemingly the yeah, there's there's no off peak now. It's all on peak. And Disney's going to try and do everything they can to make it so there's no off peak. I mean, why wouldn't they? That's the point. All right. Um, the, our next item is Netflix and Disney strike an exclusive deal. So um, news came out. And this I don't know why this made such a headline because this was released in 2012. I think people forgot about I, it. I, I did. That's, that's what happened. So this, this ar arrangement came came to pass in 2012 but now that it's getting closer um the c the chief content officer of netflix had some email that went out and basically um it's saying that netflix will become the exclusive u.s paid tv home of all mouse distributed movies beginning in september that includes all of disney's highly popular pixar marvel and lucasfilm titles the agreement essentially prohibits Disney from allowing paid TV networks like HBO or other streaming services like Hulu and Amazon to acquire the license for their films, at least for the initial post-Blu-ray release window. The caveat? The deal applies only to titles released from 2016 on, meaning every Star Wars title prior to next year's Episode 8 won't be popping up on their menu anytime soon. Huh. Oh. Well, then what's the... I didn't know that. Yep. So, so what about all the old Disney movies? I still don't think Cause they I know would be on there. Just, that's, are oh. you sure about that? Yeah, there's some Yeah, because there were some there. older ones on there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to take them off. That'll be interesting because I know they had like Emperor's New Groove and Mulan were on there for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. this was on there. What was that? Hercules was oh, on there. Yeah. yeah, I don't the, know about that. <clears throat> I'm going off of... This is a source... What's this from? The source is from Time, so... Oh, really? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe so, that just means those won't be exclusive, because as I understand, who... There's another company now, Star, Stars, Stars has the, yes. some, so maybe the old ones they can share with Stars. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons of legal things of what they can and can't show, but that's... I mean, based on what we're seeing here is... That's, um, yeah, it says, uh, Disney still had a deal in place with stars that does not expire until later this year. Mm -hmm. Disney is the first major studio to stream its films to TV viewers through Netflix as opposed to premium cable networks. Huh. So, I mean, just like all this content, it's, it's just a change in the, the business and how they deliver these things. Uh, this, this basic, this basically, um, Sets all new movies in 2016 from this point forward will only be released on Netflix. If you want, this is something from, uh, oh, I don't even know what this is from, but this oh, is good. good sourcing. <laughs> no, that's what I, that's what this said. That's no, and it, it says, yeah, if you want to find anything from Captain America Civil War to Jungle Book to Rogue One, a Star Wars story, anything coming out of Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Pixar will only be found on Netflix. It cannot be found on any other streaming platform. So that means it won't be found on cable channels, premium pay channels, or networks. It will be on Netflix exclusively. But that's, things prior could be elsewhere. Yeah, correct. That's that's, that's, that's kind, of, the kind point. of what I understood. Well, that's pretty. That's a game changer. I am really confused why Matt had to had to because I that. wasn't understanding it. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, that was from the Netflix company blog. Oh, uh, okay. 
That's and also, <laughs> thank God, because um, it's coming to the same venue that the new Adam Sandler film, The Do-Over, is. Oh, God. That looks horrific. Every time I freaking load up Netflix, it's on the front page. It just looks like... David Spade looking at me in the face. Yeah, no one should be subjected to that. <laughs> Sorry, David Spade. I know he's a big listener of WDW Happy Hour. Hell, he was. Not anymore. <laughs> Lost one. So, I, I mean, I, I think... I No, I mean, that... I, I think the Netflix thing is a big deal. I mean, I think it'll draw people to if they don't already have subscriptions to get subscriptions if that content's on there um so it's just that you know as we're seeing with all this content changes that everything's going to be streaming it seems like so i don't know cool man <laughs> i imagine it's good for disney in the long run too because i can't imagine that dvd sales are a huge portion of their market anymore so having the things available yeah. to people on the back end is Everything's only going to help it's only going to help long term oh i still think there's a huge at home like disc you think so you yes. think people are still really heavily buying blu-rays yes absolutely when when star wars came out and i went on the day it was released mm, okay there was at least a dozen people that i saw on target with it and that's like why, and I, okay, I understand Star Wars might be an exception, yeah. but there was a ton, I mean, we, we buy almost all that's of them that fair, come out. That's a fair, you make so, a fair point, yeah. I think that physical media And we could be the exception, going, so. Yeah, I think physical media is slowly going, uh, going away. But it's good that Disney's just getting on the, the right train. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. not like they're abandoning producing the physical copies of their movies, but they are, you know going in the direction of the future. Right. They see the writing on the wall and they're hitching their train to the right wagon, so. Yep. Alright, that's it for news. That's it for that news. It? Yeah, Dang. there wasn't, well, I mean, other than some park things that we've kind of touched on in previous episodes where, yeah, like you know. Soarin'. Yeah, I mean, they've, the dates have come and they've opened, but. Right. I mean, we've talked about those already, so. Okay, well then, let's get to our trip review. Right. Let's get to the meaty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know how we want to format this. We really did not organize this at all, but do you want to go chronologically and just say what we did like each day and kind of go through the highlights and and low lights maybe? Yeah. Okay. Um, arrived last Friday evening. We went to Hollywood studios. Everyone except for me got on rock and roller coaster and I watched the star Wars fireworks. Anything notable. Then we got on Star Tours, correct? Correct. Yes. Um, notable in Star Tours, the... Help me. The first scene? No, the Gungan scene. Naboo? Naboo, underwater? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Auto Gunga? They have changed that scene a little bit. So if you're a Star Tours fan or a Star Wars fan, um, I was really surprised with that change. I think that was one of the new things they said they added, and I know Tatooine's different, but we didn't get that one. So it each time we wrote it, we still got BB-8. Jakku, Jakku yeah. and, and BB-8. BB-8. They haven't announced that that's. They said once the Force Awakens came out, everybody was going to get that. Yeah, but they but, said that stopped. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did they? But I don't think it Oh, I don't remember did. seeing that. I don't that think it has, because we wrote it twice, and it was the exact same thing. Did we wrote it three times. Yeah, I think yeah. we wrote it three times. Yeah, I think that the probability of that is pretty low. 
I mean, it's possible, but I don't think that they've stopped it. I think that basically, as of right now, you're getting the jacuzzi scene and you're getting BB-8 in that little interstitial segment. Mm-hmm. Which is so great, because who doesn't love BB-8? <laughs> People with no souls. <laughs> All right, so then we'll talk about Saturday, which was a big, like, new stuff day for us. Mm. So we started at Epcot, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Started at Epcot and we had lunch at Nine Dragons. So let's talk about Nine Dragons. Okay. All right. Well, we all got the the lunch special, which was a fix for seventeen ninety eight. I think per person. It was a good value for that. It's an awesome value. Which you have some choices to make there. Appetizer, you had a choice of a spring roll or a pot sticker. Pot sticker. Yeah, I got the pot sticker. Did anyone get the spring roll? Yeah, yeah we, we, we split. We did. You we had, did. I think oh. you had one. <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, I got the pot stickers, <laughs> and you got the spring rolls, and we split, and we each had one. Yes. Yeah, they were good. They were very good. Spring rolls are very memorable. <laughs> <laughs> you all got the General, General Sal's chicken. chicken. On steamed buns. Oh, Which did look my delicious. lord, that was so good. They were amazing. They were like wrapped in steamed buns. They were General Sal's, they weren't General Sal's chicken. They were like, almost like a little, like, puff. <laughs> a little puff. No, it was General Sal's chicken. Yeah, better dip chicken is, yeah. is General Sal's. It was, yeah, so it was, but it was surrounded by a... Yeah, it was almost like a sandwich. Yes. They like it was, it was like a, a large piece of chicken for each bun. Absolutely. I mean, and I was thinking, oh, $17, there's no way I'm going to be full at the end of this meal. And I was full cuz we actually left after that. We went back for our like midday break after Nine Dragons that day, correct? Right? Yeah. yeah. It should yeah. be noted that there's no substitutions on those uh, yes. lunch specials because oh. one of it was you get soup. General Sal's comes with the General soup. Sal's comes with hot and sour soup, and, and I was, it was like, about ninety degrees can I? that day. Yeah, it was ninety <laughs> degrees. I'm like, can I get something else, like a salad? She's like, no. And I was like, all right, guess I'll eat this ninety degree soup. So soup was good. I just didn't really want soup in the sweltering heat. Soup, there it is. <laughs> um, yeah. And I got the Happy Family, which was sort of a beef chicken stir fry type of a thing. Yeah. That looked good. And then the highlight of the meal was <laughs> the dessert, which was, you picked one of two ice creams. It was the uh, red bean strawberry ice cream and the ginger caramel, ginger caramel ginger ice cream. And you got these little orange bubbles bubbles with them. What are they called? Boba, boba balls? Boba balls. Is that what it was? Yep, that's boba what they're called. I didn't even know that. Boba balls. Little zesty orange flavored. I'd say sweet, not zesty. Sweet? Yeah, it's not zesty. I think of like citrus zest. No. Oh, okay. Well, no, I think fair, of like fair. I think of like a southwestern. Oh no, they're not spicy. No. No, no, no. But they are like zest. citrusy. Yeah. Why don't we say that? Yeah. Citrusy. Um, and they were very delicious. Uh, the restaurant was nearly empty when we ate there. It, d it did get more. Crowded. We got one I, big table. There was one huge group that came in. Yeah, but other I, than that, I can't imagine it not being available as a walk-up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked it, and I know Rob and I were um, specifically in the group apprehensive about it because I was of the mindset like you can get Chinese food anywhere, and exactly. you know I was like, how is this going to be that much better? And that's kind of how I feel about Teppan Ito and Hibachi, and I still feel that way. I feel like I've been to better Hibachi restaurants than Teppan Ito, so. 
And I always thought that this was going to be very similar. Like, oh, I got had good Chinese food. I don't think that this is bringing anything else new to the table. But it was really good. It, it definitely exceeded my expectations. And I don't know if that just benefited from me having low expectations. But it was really good. And for the value, that lunch special is awesome. And I had no idea until we got there that that was something they do. So, yeah. It's very rare that you can get an appetizer, entree, and dessert for under $20 in Disney World. Right. I mean, that's... That is true. And filling. Yeah. So filling. It was it was delicious. And our server was very good. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she was, you know, attentive. And that was a really good experience. The soup was actually even good in what I ate of it. Yeah. Was that hot and sour? Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. It was very... It was very good. It was very spicy. Yeah, well, that's hot and sour soup. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. So, Holly, what would you say... How does that rank in the terms of steam buns? Because you're a steam bun connoisseur. How good S was that? SBC. <laughs> it was pretty good. Better than All right. stuff. <laughs> better than stuff at uh, Food and Wine. Like the stuff you've had, the beef or whatever. It's probably up there with it. I mean, it tastes just like a the steam same. Yeah, steam it, I think like they the use the same steam buns. There's like. The steam buns that they use in China, and then there's the steam buns they use in Japan, which is more like a hot pocket steam bun, which is right. like a, a totally encompassing, um, you know, it's like a pocket. I, yeah, I, I think they're nearly the same. Because yeah. we went to Kona Cafe last year, and we got steamed buns, and I felt like it was very similar, too. Yeah. Very yeah. good, though. Disney knows how to do steam buns. They get <laughs> yeah, it. They do. They're like little pillows if you've never had them before. They're delicious little pillows of fluffy. I think you said you wanted to have a pillow made of steam. I do. And just be able to eat it I as know. you slept. I would. Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> They're just so. I love them. I just love them. So. Yeah, same. All right. So then later that evening, we really took our time at the resort. We stayed at Coronado. Um, we were in the cabanas section, so we were right near one of the quiet pools. We really hung out there quite a bit. We swam, and then... I slept for like four hours. <laughs> yeah, Matt you really had a power too. nap. And then, um, we got our life together, and we went to the Magic Kingdom. Now, we had our hearts set on the cheeseburger spring rolls in the Magic Kingdom that night. So sad. Because we were pretty hungry after lunch. Our lunch reservation was pretty much right at noon, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, was at noon. And yeah. then we were going to be ready to eat. We didn't get to the Magic Kingdom probably till like 8 yeah, or 9. Yeah, just eight. about. I know our fast pass time sticks out. It was 7.35 to 8.35. So we got there. Why does that stick out? I don't know. I just remember it. <laughs> I just ate. It was only a week ago, actually. Was so. that Space Mountain? Rob's a walking My Disney app. <laughs> yes. You're He's welcome. way more reliable than the actual. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. Oh, God. Yeah, but, we had some problems God, with the My Disney sucks. experience. It, Garbage. It was really tough to pull up our plans to even just view what we wanted to do, let alone I change. I was literally, not to get off subject, but it was pool-related. So sitting at the pool, we're trying to look at our plans. I was not on Wi-Fi, so that wasn't the issue of like a strong connection or not. And you had, took it like, off of bars. Oh yeah, yeah, LTE all the way, um, <laughs> and the app would not load our plans for hours. We were out there for at least two hours. Yeah, and, and Scott I could was not trying get the to, app and to I was trying to. I would love to interview someone who either does maintenance on the app 
or like had some kind of hand in designing the My Disney Experience app because it is slap <laughs> It is freaking garbage, and I would love to have. I mean, Disney has to know. They have to know that that app is terrible. And we we'd even talked about this and said it's not. It can't be volume. No, people right. using it. No, it's just it's just poorly designed. I would love to get some insight. If anyone out there has any <laughs> kind of connection to anyone, they probably wouldn't be able to talk to us. What am I talking about? Or like a former. Oh, but if you did, <laughs> we could disguise your voice. Yeah, we could do a modulator. <laughs> could do totally. I could make totally Darth do Vader. Yeah, but geez, it is so bad. Like it's. I don't know. All their IT is awful. Their website's awful. Yeah, their I mean, website it, is awful. It, it, Stitch slow. is always eating those pages. Yep. <laughs> and Woody's always telling me to hang on. <laughs> it's true. Right, so I've seen those Anyway, back yeah. to back right. to the topic at hand. So we got there a little bit later. We first thing off the bat, we rode Space Mountain, and the observation of the park on Saturday night was that it was dead. It was not crowded as we just said there's no off season in disney so we were kind of all shell-shocked when we saw the wait times for things that were you know like seven horse i think that night was like 45. yeah it was really I mean, really it, low and there was this was not extra magic hours it wasn't a special event there was no reason that people had to clear out so then we wanted to eat and um we went to a few places first we stopped by the cheeseburger spring roll cart <laughs> With no luck, they close at 6, 7? I don't think we ever determined that. Okay, but. but they weren't open. And then we went to the designer waffle fry place, which is no longer a designer waffle fry place. It is now outpost. just... Outpost. Right. Yeah, Golden Oak Outpost. No, is it no. Golden Oak? <laughs> I, I thought it was Golden something. Um, just regular waffle fries. <laughs> just regular waffle fries, but very good. They were right? very good, yeah. Um, so... We kind of were like, well, what do we do? None of us are really huge fans of the sit-down services in the Magic Kingdom. Um, and we were kind of, it was really hot. And we were just like, what quick service can we do? Like, Tomorrowland Terrace is garbage. So it was either Pecos Bill or essentially that or Columbia Harbor House. Yep. And then we thought, well, let's check to see if we can get into this Skipper Canteen. Um and we walked up and it was later they had, were stopping they were stopping it was right before nine and they were not taking any more new tables but matt has a charming smile and the guy did set us up a table so we got to eat at the skipper canteen so i'll just kind of pass it out into the if anyone wants to chime in so if you've ever uh, been on the Jungle Cruise before. The Skipper Canteen is a restaurant version of a Jungle Cruise. That would be my best description of the experience. So you you have uh, the whole theming is kind of based around that that Jungle Cruise sort of late what late eighteen hundreds early nineteen hundreds right. Africa kind of a thing, and your waiter is just like a Jungle Cruise skipper in that he uses or bad she. puns. He or she uses bad puns and um, has a sense of humor. I mean, they're definitely an actor as much as they are a waiter or waitress. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see them doing a, a tour a bowl, on the... Yeah, yeah and yeah. vice versa. Like, I... Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Matt and I went... Matt and I had eaten at the Skipper Canteen in January, and we 
had a good experience. Great experience. Um, that's yeah. actually why we were recommending, well, we should go back because it was so good. And our waiter was phenomenal. And lucky for us, we got him again. Um, and that was Robert. And I hope Robert's listening because he said he would give us a sh- We did give him a card. Yeah. So hopefully he's actually listening. He was, he was amazing. Um, and a lot of times when restaurants are closing, you see the enthusiasm of the servers going down with the crowds. Um, but he was so attentive and he was great. He was great. And let's talk about the food. So what did everybody get? Matt, you want to start? I don't remember. I'm so bad. Rob and Matt and I all got the same thing, correct? Oh, yeah, we yes. got steak yes. salad. It's, quote, a lot at stake, unquote, salad. Okay. So, it was it was it's like real, an Asian... It was super delicious. An Asian marinated steak over... over yeah, there was like a... Mix. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really good. Was there what? What else was in the salad? Like I can't even remember. There was God, a few so tomatoes. There was a few onions. peppers. I got mine without onions. Oh right. Um. Yeah, they cooked the steak to order. So yeah, if I got mine. I think medium rare. I think you did too. The yep. steak was delicious. Um, steak too. was really good. So good. And what? Like that was like seventeen dollars. Um. Was, according to the app, it was eighteen dollars. Okay. Yeah. I mean. If you were to get a steak somewhere, I mean, I think the steak was delicious on yep. that. Um, very notable. And then um, Matt and I split the shumai as an appetizer. And I also got this, oh, I forget what the kind is. Is it summerberry tea? Scott and I got both got tea. Something like um, that. I have it on here. And it's a special blend that they make specifically for Disney. All of the tea in the Skipper Canteen yeah, it's is a, specifically um, uniquely found in Disney. Is it Twinnings? Is that what it's called? I think Twinings. it's Twinings. Yeah. Yeah, they, the don't, they don't have them all Twinings. listed, but there were a number of different options for tea. Yeah, Twinings has an exclusive line that you can only find at the Skipper Canteen, and they've got, I think, like 15 to 20 assortments that you can only find there. The Skipper Canteen is freaking awesome, and I feel not a lot of people go there. Because there's no um, reservations. There's no reservations. It's walk-in only. Um, it's kind of tucked away. A lot of people probably don't know it's there. Um it wasn't really highly um, publicized or marketed, so um, if you were on the fence about going there or didn't know about it, you should go to Skipper Canteen. It's right in Adventureland. It's um, it's over by where the old Dole Whip station was, correct? Before they moved it. Before they moved it. Yeah, it's really, it's awesome. And if you go there... Aloha Isle is yes, what yes, the yes. area is called. It's right next to that. It's right across from the Swiss family, Robinson Tree. Yeah, and if Robert's working there, uh, request for him because he's awesome. Mine was excellent, too. I had the Dr. Falls Signature Grilled Steak, which was strip steak, marinated in sofrito, and served with yuca planks, avocado, and house-made chimichurri sauce. Oh, Scott was feeling them. Those yuca yuca fries were delicious, and I would not have guessed that. Like, that would not have been the thing that I would have thought I would have liked as much as anything, but... Yeah, it looked good. They were awesome. They came with, like, an avocado mash on top, correct? Right. Yep, that was on top of the steak, along with that chimichurri. Yeah. And Holly, what did you get? I got the char suey oh, pork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Came with, like, rice. It was really good. And it then... looked like steak. Like, yeah. like, it was so, like, beautiful. It looked beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I saw that on I was kind of jealous. I was like, damn, I should have gotten that. <laughs> yeah, it did look really good. Yeah. And that was 23. I mean, yeah. so yours was expensive. Like Mine, expe- Mine was 34. So it ranges from the salad at like 18 to most expensive probably being 34. 
And they do not take any sort of annual pass or tables in Wonderland or DVC discount. So yeah, so that is, there, there are definitely some downsides that the fact that they don't accept reservations, no discounts, but I mean, it's really, it's good. The food is awesome. The ambiance, the actual like interior is really great. There's a lot of great things to look at. If you like the Jungle Cruise, especially, and like that whole aesthetic, you should definitely check it out. It's it's really great. I can't say enough good things about it. And we did take some pictures of that. We could put yeah, some Yeah, we're going to post the, some, on some photos on our social media, so follow us. Um, and interesting, this has been semi-newsworthy in the last few months or so that they've talked about maybe um, changing the menu at the Skipper Mix Canteen. Let's call it what it is, dumbing it down. Let's call it what it is, That's, dumbing it down. Yeah. Um, our waiter told us, our waiter at the very end of the meal asked us why we chose the Skipper Canteen, and honestly, the answer was because it was open, because all the other things we tried before there was clo were closed. Um, and so he said, oh, that's what most people say. And I was, I was unsure if he was doing a shtick or not, but then, like, he actually started talking to us as, you know, telling us about his experience working there. And he said that several times a day that he gets families there that won't try any of the more adventurous food and adventurous food i mean we got a steak and lettuce <laughs> there is nothing super adventurous about that i mean if you don't know what yucca fries are sure maybe you won't order the steak but they were delicious it was like french fr it was like steak fries and and a steak and you know you holly's pork and rice. <laughs> i mean it was beautifully done pork and rice so you know I don't know if I would have eaten there if I was a little kid. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm actually. There's no kids menu. There is. There is a kids menu, but it is it is not something that is typical of a. It's not. Kids. I'm sorry. There's no chicken tenders or or like. They have three burgers. things. It's fishy grilled sustainable fish. Mm -hmm. So, I can understand that. I I, as a kid, that. I was not a fish I fan. Then there's, uh, sizzling savannah grilled flank steak. I would have had that. Right. <laughs> and then there's something called Smiley's Little Croc. I don't know what. I think that's mac croc. And cheese. I think it's a croc of mac and cheese. I think that's, that's, that's chicken noodle soup with oh. fruit. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not, it's very limited. So I get it. I, I but, <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> so maybe that's, I mean, but don't dumb down the adult version. I mean, if you right. want to attract more people. Just add a couple more um, additions to the kids' menu, and that's it. Then you have it. Right. I, uh, don't screw with the adult menu. Because there's the, enough crap oh my in gosh. the Magic Kingdom. Go the Magic to Tomorrowland Terrace. And, or Pinocchio. If yeah, you go want, sit like, with a, Sunny Eclipse uh, yeah, and watch Cosmic that hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also want, want to mention kids. the... Uh, I had the falafel. Oh, as my an gosh. That was so good. Which was very... I'm a falafel huge falafel fan and will typically the only thing that would improve that is if they had like if they gave you some sort of like typically falafel comes in a pita or something uh -huh. um if they gave like little like um triangles of a like pita. pita just to like kind of cut a piece of it and put it I on like there to serve it yeah i mean but it was still really delicious so it, it this was a highlight of the trip for me i, I would agree with that me too um, and Holly got really good drinks there. Um, and it was the trip of the bubbles because she got one that had the bubble, same bubbles that we had in China. What was that one called? Holly? Bubbles. Um, the Schweitzer slush? Yep. Yeah. Or Schweitzer Falls. 
The story of named after Albert Falls. Yeah, the story of the <laughs> Skipper Canteen is that it's Albert Falls' daughter, Alberta, who owns the Skipper Canteen, and there's photos of them in in the restaurant as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, maybe I did. Portraits, not photos. Portraits. Yeah, you also had the punchline punch, yeah, too. Yeah, that was right? really good, too. They were both really good. You had two drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the slush drink had the... Um, the bubbles. The bubbles on top. But they were apple. They were very God, good. This was the, the trip citrus. of the slush. I think Scott... <laughs> every time I looked at Scott, he had some kind of, like, novelty slush drink in his hand. And I was like, where are you even getting these? Like, I, I special request. Yeah. I said the only thing that would make this place, like, I would want to do it every time is... <laughs> Alcohol. If they, if they, if they serve <laughs> alcohol, that is the one really big downside. There's no alcohol mm. in the Magic Kingdom except be our for guest. be our guest. Yep. So they, they, and yeah. I understand. I get it. I, I was, you know, but if they made the exception for that, Ooh, sorry. I, I think that would help this place mm -hmm. too. And who knows, that might be a change they make. It's true. So. Be awesome. Yeah. Okay, so but, that was a that was a big highlight for us. Yeah. Um, I don't think we did anything new and exciting, but we did ride a lot of rides that evening after dinner. It was dinner. definitely not We crazy. accomplished a lot. Yeah, we did accomplish a lot. Yeah. That was probably our sure. most, like, productive time in a park. We rode the most. Ended the night with, um, ice cream at the plaza. Oh my gosh. Ice cream shop. Is that what it's called? Is that the plaza ice cream shop? I don't even know. <laughs> it's the ice cream It's on next Main to Street. the yeah. yeah. It's the ice cream. That was, oh that's God. actually a really good deal. You and I oh, split yeah, that, that Sunday. And we never. Yeah. We usually get if we do get ice cream, we usually get individual cones, and we decided to split one of those Sundays. What was it? The hot fudge. Yeah, it was a all, Am all American. I think the all American called. Sunday. Yeah, and oh my God, oh, yeah, that it, was freaking good. Yes, yeah, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh my gosh, it was really good, and it was like. $5.49 maybe, which if we each got our, and I was completely satisfied with totally. that amount of food, and I thought it was a great deal for splitting it for two people. Yeah, yeah. For, the sake of everyone, yeah, for the sake of everyone who travels with me, Matt does not need a full thing of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> lactate on hand. Oh yeah, yeah, lactate is a lifesaver for me, because I like my ice cream. Um... This kind of segue, our next day, are we moving on from this night? Because I want to talk about... Put it to bed? Yeah, I want to talk about the security. Well, that's not the next day. Okay, it, was, <laughs> it started the next day. No, it didn't. We went to the back of Epcot. No. No. Mm -mm. I don't... Eventually, okay, we're I... not going to let Matt do the segues. So let me segue. I... We did Hollywood Studios on Sunday morning. I slept um... off through this trip. And they had early morning magic hours from 8 to 9, so we got there right at Rope Drop. We um, ran back to Toy Story. We could actually see where the, the third track was opening, but it wasn't open the day we were there. It opened, like, the next day. We, it opened Wednesday. Yeah. After we left. Yeah, so from Sunday to Wednesday. I wonder how um, wait, wait times have been affected. It, from what I've read, the morning is definitely, like, it doesn't, the lo it takes longer for the queue to build up. But I checked it just randomly, and it was still like an hour wait, like mm. in the, you know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. The theory is that they're going to just let the fast passes flood it and open more availability for fast passes, That's... which is fine because I, you know, I like me a fast pass, so, you know. I'm not wait right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, just think of the sun beating down on the, those poor folks right now. Oof. Having to be in the AC. Um, but we ran to that. Then we did Star Tours. 
again. Yeah, we walked. We, we walked, walked on. on. There was no way for that. Then we came. We came back across, and we thought about doing great movie, great ride. movie ride. But instead, we went to the launch bay. Yes. Yes. And boy, was that an experience. <laughs> Wasn't it, Holly? <laughs> Total pleasure. So Holly got uh, her. Like Holly just described <laughs> this to us. Describe the experience to us, Holly. Who Kylo? We went yeah. Kylo Ren. Yes. Very. He was intense. He was very intense. <laughs> I guess the fact that you can't see behind that mask, and he just like uh, he was very tall. Yeah. But you know tall. Adam Drivers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, He's yeah. such a sweet sweetheart behind that mask. He's a tortured soul. Yeah. yeah. That was... He's in Girls. I think he was more intense than Vader. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so. he was up in our face. He, like, he was, like, looking at Holly, and he, like, bumped into her head and, like, hit her sunglasses. With his head. <laughs> with his head. And yeah. he was just... It was pretty funny. The photo pass photos are just excellent. Um, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> really, At that point. It was a really good character interaction. Yes. And I will say, versus Disneyland... Kylo Ren talks to you in Disneyland, and yeah. he does not talk to you in Florida. And I kind of said to everyone, oh, he talks, and then I was proven wrong. Yeah, and I don't know why he wouldn't. Maybe he just wasn't working. It could have been. Right, I'm sure it's a voice, something's in there. Maybe, but... yeah, maybe it just wasn't working. Oh, no, I guys... thought it was phrases. I thought it was pre... Oh, oh, Yeah, because okay. it was like, okay. join the resistance, or like, oh. you know, like he said, like, catchphrases from Star Wars, yeah, not fine. join the resistance. Yeah. Um, don't join the resistance. <laughs> don't. That's bad. <laughs> I mean, order. I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, My name's Kylo Ren. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. And I remember it, that from the movie when yeah. he said that. Yeah, when he says, my name's Kylo Ren, I'm a cool guy, don't join the resistance. That's my favorite line in Force Awakens. Um, yeah, maybe it just wasn't working. I'd love to hear if you guys have been to the launch bay at uh, Hollywood Studios. Let us know if you met Kylo Ren. Did if Kylo talked. Ren talk to you? Do you know what I thought was one of the more intimidating parts of that mm -hmm. character interaction? As you walk into it and you're... There's doors that close behind you, and it looks like a wall. So you turn around, and you're like, where did I even come from? I I'm locked you're in not, this room. That's if you're not with your head on a swivel like me, just watching, like, what the hell is this guy doing behind me? Like, the cast member, he's, like, meticulously putting, like, the wall back. And well, I didn't see it. No, but I turned you were around. like, do-do-do-do-do, and then okay, you turn around. <laughs> But um, they, I think they do that it, in a very genius way yes. because they make it so immersive that yeah. that like you are in there and it is just you and the character. So like if you're waiting in line, you're not. It's not like you know Alice is standing outside and there's a line leading up to Alice. Everyone can see her. It's definitely more of an immersive experience. Yeah. And I've I've read a few things where like Lucasfilm is so. Um, stringent about their rules of their character meet and greets like vader can never be met outdoors like there will never be a meet and greet with vader outdoors like there's there's really crazy rules about like the lucas characters and like how they can be uh, greeted in the parks it, it but wait was, a second but vader does appear outdoors yeah but not in a meet and greet situation he yeah. only comes out for the jedi training academy or the and temples. for stage shows Trials of the Jedi Temple. Right, Trials of the Jedi Temple. Mm. But, like, for the meet and greets, they have to, and they have to be in a certain setting, too. Like, I think they have to build the, like, commander on the bridge. Like, I, they, they have, it, it so was it when came. they, the launch base started that they talked about all of the specificity. I would not be of, surprised at all. They are really serious about their canon, so. 
I felt too that like it wasn't rushed. Like we had met Chewbacca, uh-huh. and mm. went a couple times ago. Did he talk? He made his noise, I think. So, like I felt Star Wars Breakfast, I think, wasn't no, it? No, was no, no. This was in the, it's the other side yeah. of the Mosh Bay. It's Darth Vader? Boba Fett. Boba Darth Fett. Vader. It was Boba Fett and Vader. Yeah, but it was um, <clears throat> the Chewbacca, I felt like they just, it was like, take a picture yeah. and go. Like, we tried to I get one with, with our, can- like, our phone, and they wouldn't even do that. But oh, I felt really? like the Kylo <laughs> Ren one was like, he took his time. Like, it was just <laughs> like, you know. I mean, that was a good minute and a half we were probably in there, yeah. which for a character funny. meet and greet, that's a long time. Yeah. A lot of face so, time. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely, and the wait wasn't very long. I, th- I think we were still within extra magic hours, though, at that mm. point. We, we yeah. were, it was right around 9. We got there early. I'm I think the sign said sure. 10 minutes, and we Oh, we walked, walked right, right out. We were like the third people there. Yeah. I don't know what that's like midday. Right. Oh, I'm gets sure it's hectic. crazy. Because I think there was quite a bit of line when we came out. It, right, it, there, there was. was. Back to the door, at least, because yeah. yeah. they could I see I bet him. that that line for Kylo gets up to, you know, near 60 minutes at peak hours. But if you're in all uh, at all a Star Wars fan, it's a must-do, must-do. Must must yeah. yeah, no doubt. I like the stuff they have in there, all the different yeah. uh, all the different lightsabers and stuff. Like, in, in the queue, as you're waiting for the character meet-and-greets, they have, um, like, all the different characters' lightsabers, so all throughout the All the helmets, series. too, mm-hmm. of the Star, Star Falcon Troopers. Yeah, well, that's, not in the, that's not in the queue for the, uh, oh, right, right, for right. the character meet-and-greets. That's just elsewhere in the launch bay, but yeah. And it's yeah. a cool place to be if it's a hot day. Yeah, so. literally right, right. cool. It is literally cool. So after mm. that, we went on Star Tours yet again because we had a fast pass. And then it was right around like 10 at that point, And we were like, oh, we want beer. So we wanted to We, we, we did do a uh, fast pass to Toy Story again. Right, right. We got back on Toy Story, back on Star Tours. So, so another thing we, I learned or we learned was what after I got in uh, my gun was not working on the ride so it if i had it at all tilted up it just would not register that i was pulling on it and i mean i kept going at it um and when i got off the ride i said i told the the cast member like disembark helping you get out and whatnot that my gun wasn't working and she said oh you could ride it again and i said oh can my whole party which i wanted the five of you guys to go on again and she was just gonna let Holly and I. That's gun was working. That's happened to me before, um, where my gun wasn't working. When I was with Catherine, and they said, and I said something, and they let us go again, and I got to ride in the like handicapped uh, uh, version of the ride vehicle, which actually has a different style um, gun mechanism. That you know, for those who have ridden it, um, and, or for those who haven't. There's a like a pull string, and that's what you use to um, shoot your gun that's at the front of the ride vehicle, and you shoot it at a 3D screen. But in the um, one that's handicap accessible, there's actually just a button that you press, wow. and it enables you to you know really rapid oh, we fire. Destro- we destroyed that time because <laughs> it's a lot easier to press a, a little button than yeah. to pull. The I mean, pull my string. arm's sore after yeah, I get off that ride. Like, like, shoulder, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And interestingly enough, the second time we rode it, Scott and Matt rode together, and I rode by myself. And I thought they let single riders like ride by themselves, but they put a lady with me. Yeah, I rode single rider earlier. I know. That I day. thought it was kind of weird. Maybe she was just. I think be, she was just confused. Yeah, could be. She like was. Oh, uh, maybe they put her in there. At, in, like she was just this one. Like it would have been you and you. Yeah. And I, her, she would have been next, but whatever. Yeah, no big. Whatever. 
She might have. She helped me clear the aliens. <laughs> um, Thanks. So she did go with that. That would have been started yelling know, at her. I know. <laughs> it's an intense experience riding Toy Story with Matt. Well, I, you know, I know my. Stuff. I liked it. I fully approve. You got your personal record yeah. riding with me, so I did. So I guess it wasn't all bad. <laughs> so then we went back to Epcot to do some more flower and garden food. Um, so why don't we just talk about flower and garden in general and kind of talk about all the different foods we did instead of trying to break it up day by day because I forget what I had which day. That's oh, are we just talking yeah. food or are we talking topes? Well, we can I've talk topiaries and, and food. Um, the topiaries are all around the World Showcase and in Future World. There's some really, really cool ones. Does anyone want to... Holly, what was your fave? I think we'd be fave. Trying to remember all the topes that I saw. My favorite was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, that was right outside the America Pavilion. Nope, or that Italy? would be Germany. It was Germany. Yeah. Yeah, um, on that side of the lake. But yeah, it's awesome. It. I mean, the attention to detail on some of these are just so rad. So. My that, favorite was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Topiaries are cool. <laughs> I like them. Okay. Go on, go ahead, Scott. Scott. <laughs> I didn't mean to jump in on you. My favorite was the Safari Mickey that was outside of, uh, I guess it was, yeah, it's behind Spaceship Earth, behind the fountain. Right. Which I took a picture of that one. Like that where one they usually have the cranberry bog during food and water. Yes, That yes. was not Safari. Was it not Safari? That was uh, Ranger Mickey, Oh, friends. Wow. Uh, so that was presented by the National Parks Foundation oh. because it's like the hundredth anniversary, some milestone of the park, national parks being founded so that's thanks I Teddy guess, Roosevelt yeah yeah um so that's I can see why you thought it was Safari but that's yeah it's identified as Ranger Mickey and okay. friends alright you so, idiot <laughs> <laughs> so me, mine was uh this is tough because there were some really cool ones I did enjoy Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is that what you said yeah yes oh. it's already been um, taken yeah that's that's a good one <laughs> Um, the Peter Pan was really oh, neat, just where awesome. they put they it, yeah. and like you had to point out, I would have never yeah. seen that, because they had Captain Hook and the croc in the garden outside the building on yeah. that street level, but then Peter Pan's on the edge of the, the building, which was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Right. My favorite would have to be the Fantasia in the future world one. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was really uh, with cool. Sorcerer Mickey, the... Alligator and the hippo, yeah. the ostriches, the little mushroom. Yeah, yeah the that's outside the lamp. Yeah, no, that was like back where like the chew lab, where the butterfly garden yeah, butterfly. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, kind of going to figment. Yeah, fun. and I liked how they split that one up because it wasn't like all one big thing. Like, you kind of had to walk around to even notice. Like, I love those little the Chinese dance mushrooms. I think those are so cute, and they were like in their own little separate area. That was yeah. awesome. Um, Chinese I really... Dance Mushrooms also is my favorite band. <laughs> favorite indie band. Chinese um, Dance Mushrooms. My favorite topiary was, I think, The Lion King. Oh, yeah. I oh, really yeah, liked, cool. like, the Rafiki. Like, he had really, like, fuzzy... That was in between Africa, Africa. and Germany. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Yep. So, uh, Timon and Pumbaa were on the water side, and then Rafiki holding up Simba with Mufasa and Mufasa's bow... Or on the other side, and um, just Rafiki's like mane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess he has a mane. Yeah, right? How was Mufasa's wife's name? 
She gets no play. And we did this when we saw it, too. And I was like, what the hell is her name? And then I never looked it up. Trivia it question for our listeners. It doesn't matter. Um, and his mane was just really fuzzy. And I just wanted to put my face in it, even though it was 100 degrees. <laughs> and, and, and you have allergies. Yep. And France was definitely cool. I'd recommend France for any princess fans because they had Beauty and the Beast. The whole Beauty and the Beast thing was there as well as Cinderella and Prince Charming. And they had a, a little clock that was midnight all the time. And then uh, Briar Rose and Prince Philip were there too. So Word. yes, definitely the topiaries were very impressive and awesome. And yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to take your time. So it's... um. You know, they, they're sometimes they're hard to find or you don't notice them just because they kind of blend into what's there. So if that's important to you, just I would encourage you to take, being that it's over this I weekend. Think we, but, yeah. I think you know, we were more year. concerned with, with the food and drink uh, uh, than catching, agree. The, catching they, the awesome topiaries. I mean, there were some agree. cool ones, but yeah. They do give you a checkoff list in the passport type book. Yep. So you can... Yeah, it, right. It's the first... It was the first page. So. I don't feel... the Like, with food and wine, I almost feel obliged to, like, you know, actually get my stamps at the different stands. And this We were one, only like, there for four days, though. Even so. even if we were there for, like, ten days, no, I, I still I would have. Like, I would have if we were there longer. I'm not getting a freaking stamp. There's a stamp for seeing all the different topiaries. Like, what a joke. Like, give me a stamp for, like, you know... Eating at <laughs> Germany or eating at New Zealand. Okay, Matt, you like food and wine. I get it. It's we just, all do. This is just food and wine light. It's okay. So, okay, so how do we, we should have maybe thought about this, but do, do you want me to give you each of the locations and we yeah, can maybe we talk, talk, talk just go through the book? So the first one, and probably, I'm going to say probably the highlight for at least two of us I know is Urban Farm Eats. Huh. Which was, for, and we could say maybe where these were in reference to food and wine. So this is where Puerto Rico yes. is is typically been. It's kind of where the playground is if you're coming from Journey to Imagination in between Canada and the Gateway. Yeah, so um, I don't know if we had any of the beverages there. No, um, we didn't. We, but the food was really, really good. So uh, I'll speak to the, the watermelon salad um, was my by far my favorite um item there it was watermelon salad with pickled onions gourmet farms baby arugula feta and balsamic reduction so i had this about three yeah, separate you times, had it three times and it was so good that i made it when we got home on wednesday so it was super easy to make holly found the the recipe um is it on our pinterest yes it is <laughs> um and at that same stand um, we got the, um, Matt and I split the vegetable and white bean non-witch with arugula pesto and oven dried tomatoes featuring the seeds of change quinoa, brown rice, and red rice. Um, and that is, that was my highlight of food and wine that, besides Cronenberg Blanc. Yeah, um, non-witch was no joke. Yeah, the guy who made it for us the first day was kind of joking around. He was like seriously this is the best thing here and i totally agree with him it's really good brandon from baltimore um <laughs> so yes absolutely great great first stop that was like where we really um got started like, but i don't know why 
I thought you were handing. You had me that three that times, didn't you? I did. Just... Every time Rob had the watermelon salad, yeah. I hit it up with a non witch. So the, the next thing was the pineapple promenade um, world showcase. This was on the world show. I don't think any of us. No. As much as I wanted to try the spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney, it was seven dollars, and I wasn't about to spend that. <laughs> um, so we skipped this one. The next one was. I shouldn't be the one saying these Jardine. things, given my... Uh, no, no, no. It's the La... La Fresca? La Fresca? La Fresca? La Fresca? Yeah. We didn't do anything there either. No. Nope. None of us did. Uh, then the next one was the Mexico, the equivalent of the Mexico Pavilion, which was... Go ahead, Jardin <laughs> de Fiestas. No. Wait, yes, what is it? I it think is, that was I'm the right. final. I'm right. Jardin, I'm right. It's Jardin de Fiestas. That's literally what she just said. No, I don't think so. Matt's she... the one giving us the wrap it up right now. I just want our listeners to know he's really concerned about how late we're running. Well, I'm and, just saying. And he's the one, you know, joking about the Jardin. It's Jardin, man. You need to Jardin Okay, yourself. bye. Um, we did the, we did no food there, right? Did we? Or no. You got the shrimp tacos. We did food. Yeah, I got the, oh, uh, yeah, you did it's food. the home You're... of my favorite thing from food or, uh, flower garden. I just want oh, to. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, said, I got the tacos de camarón, which is a tempura shrimp with hibiscus flour, caramelized onions, and habanero sauce, which was freaking awesome. And Scott got the flan and he freaking The flan, which I housed a couple of those over the trip. Nice. It was delicious. It was, uh, I mean, it's obviously a dessert. It's not a meal. Not supposed to be a meal, but I treated it that way. <laughs> and I'd do it again, too. And I'd do it again, too. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. I'm, I'm not a huge flan guy, but it looked good. And, Holly, you had the um, watermelon sangria. Oh, I think right? we all had that at some point, right? So I did not. It, for the size of the, I think it was like $7. It wasn't cheap, no. but... If if you like anything watermelon flavored, it was that, a Jolly Rancher watermelon, watermelon Jolly Rancher. Yep. It tasted just like it. And Delicious. there's a recipe for that too. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Scott's buying yeah. all the. Uh, it's, it's on the record. Scott's buying all the ingredients. Yeah, so right. enjoy it. I said if she'd make it, I'd buy the ingredients. <laughs> all right. So um, next one, Lotus House, which would correspond to China. Right. Um, I think so. Yeah, we did. We had two of the. I think we had the beef bun. They yep. got. Mm -hmm. Galoi, Gali, Gali, beef bun, and the Beijing style candied strawberries. And you also had the tea there, the bubble tea. Yes, the oolong peach bubble tea. Don't recommend that. Yeah, that was our one big disappointment. It, the girl asked, she said, when I ordered it, and Holly, Holly wanted this, and I, I typically go up and order, and she said, there's milk in this. Do you still want it? And I said, sure. I didn't think, but being how hot it is, in the blazing sun, that is just it not looked like a straight drink. up dark milk. Like milk. it yes. did, not it a did good not <laughs> look <laughs> like like coffee or tea. There was no mix. It looked like milk with bubbles on. Top. I didn't taste peach. Mm. Yeah, so that was just. A, but the food I thought was the the, the, the candy strawberries was really really good. Look at our YouTube video. Um, you can find us on YouTube, and um, we will. We have oh yeah, we have YouTube, we have YouTube videos of most of this stuff. So yeah, some of it is up, some of it is not. But yeah. check our YouTube out. WDW be up Happy by, Hour. Yeah, by the time you listen to this. Perfect. So, um, what was next? Um, Germany, which is Brower Market, oh. uh, the farmers market. Uh, food wise, we didn't. I think 
I, and, uh, you we, got a, I think you got a beer there. I Did might you? have got the great... I thought I was going to do a flight and then... They just didn't sound that appetizing. I think he passed on. Them. Yeah, 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 they did. We, we did too. Because we were like, well, yeah. why? And then we went to, is Italy next? Yeah, the yeah. Primavera Kitchen. So um, I know you guys had some food there. The, creme, the Cremzo, the pistachio. You got the pistachio. Let me see this. I got the Moscato there and it came in one of those fancy Cre little. Cremzo. Cremoso. <laughs> I told you I'm not good. I'm not well, you good just with... eliminated an entire letter. <laughs> Cremoso a pistachio. I always is... struggle with phonics. Yeah, okay. that was awesome. The pistachio cream, strawberries, and mascarpone cream. That was really good. I love pistachio anything, so that was really freaking good. And didn't you get a beer there? I had the beer flight, which was three beers, yeah. and they were all Meh. disappointing. Uh, well, Italy's not really known yeah, for beer. I mean, it was, uh, I'm not even going to. I had the frozen Italian Primavera, which was the fruit slush. <laughs> and that was... This was, this was my first... No, this was my second slush. That item. was a Jaikunda. Yeah, that was a... That, that was a big old drink and very expensive. It was right? pricey. It was like $11, but for the size, it was probably a better deal than, Ugh, say, the Florida watermelon Fresh. slush at Florida Fresh. That was a... Dud. Mm. Then we got to America. And the smokehouse, Ugh. barbecue and brews. I definitely think this might have been the best kiosk as a whole. Oh, I totally agree with. I you. just thought about. It. I never really thought. I mean, but I think we all kept best thinking value, we wanted to go best there. Offerings. So a good I balance know, of food and drink. I know too. we all had the pulled pig slider with crispy onions and coleslaw. Damn, that was good. What was that? Five bucks? It Six bucks? Five and it was 50. a huge sandwich. Everything there is usually like smaller portions because it's supposed to be like tapas style. You get a big but this pork was a sandwich. real pork sandwich, a regular size bun, big old. And sandwich. they had a, they had a, at the condiment stand. They have like four different selections of different uh, barbecue sauce. They have you know regular traditional. They have a sweet. They have like a hickory style. A yeah, and yeah, it was really freaking good. And five fifty. I'm breaking everything I'm sitting on. <laughs> yeah, it was the best value in the park. We also had the uh, beef brisket burnt ends hash with white cheddar fondue and pickled jalapenos. There's a recipe for that. That might have been my favorite, like, huh? more entree. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I think the non-witch would be more like an appetizer. And that, the burnt bread, oh my gosh, those jalapenos <laughs> were so good. And then I got the beer flight there too. Yeah, I mean, they had and, a lot oh, of good the beer, beer flight's good. Oh, that was delicious. So they had a funky Buddha Floridian Hefeweizen. I think we've had that before. Yeah, that's, good. that's typically I like the around stout. property. What was the stout uh, one? That was the bacon the, stout? Yeah, so oh. Shipyard Maple, maple bacon. bacon Snout out, Stout out of Clearwater, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Still thinking about the pig Yeah, <laughs> well, bacon, I mean, that would have been a good play on it. Yeah, they probably don't <laughs> want to do a play on words about the type the of beer. <laughs> um, there was real a, snout in it. a three daughters rod bender red ale. That was out good. of St. Petersburg, like Florida. I'm not a big red ale guy. Nah, but... me either. And then Orlando Brewing Company Uncle Matt's Organic Grapefruit Pale Ale. But that's not that what they had. They that had wasn't the um, they had the Travelers Grapefruit. Travelers grapefruit. Yep. Yeah, Shandy. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is was good. Yeah. That's good. I, that's a classic. I I like oh, the yeah. Travelers. So that was definitely a highlight. Oh of... yeah, I thought that was the full like if you were going there and you wanted to go to one stand and like do it all like that's probably what I say go to America. Yeah, get America. the get the pig sandwich and get the get the flight. 
and then and then go watch American Adventure. Yeah, because you're there. Because you're just you're gonna feel so patriotic. Oh my god! Every and time I get out there, of there, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Every but. time I get out of the American Adventure, I feel more patriotic as when I went in. <laughs> Um, and while we were there, we saw a, um, a fellow Disney podcaster by the name of Michael Bowling, and he was very sweet. So, if Michael, if you're listening to this, thank you for being so nice to us. It was nice talking to you. Yeah, uh, he's Very. on the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. So, um, he's a Disneyland historian. He's amazing. Yeah, so, real nice guy. Yeah, he was really sweet. So, then we... Went to Skipped young. two stands, I think, right? No, no. The next no, one was Japan, Japan. Japan. And uh, I had a, Hanami. It's a Hanami, yeah. And this was probably... Rob, I'm curious. So <laughs> I noticed you passed it to Scott because you're being really bad with pronunciations. Yes. How would you have pronounced that? Hanami? Hanami. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just not good. It's just I've never been good with phonics, so... Um, we had especially two foreign the three offerings there, food wise. Yeah, yeah this was and definitely this is biggest disappointment for me. Yes, I, I was super bummed. Yeah, so the first thing was the frushi, which was fresh pineapple, strawberry, and melon rolled with raspberry coconut rice, sprinkled with toasted coconut and whipped cream on the side. It was okay. I mean, I wouldn't say it was bad. Uh, I think I, I liked it more than everyone else did. I think it was the combination of the fruit and the rice together yeah. that I think you guys took offense to. No, with. not at all. I felt like the whipped cream had been sitting there. I felt like it was like yeah. it was almost like a hot flavor, and I was expecting that to be like really refreshing. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be like ice cold, and then you ate it, and I I mean obviously the rice has to be hot at some point, and it just seemed like hot fruit, which was like kind <laughs> of gross and like. And, like, the little dollop of whipped cream was, like, kind of melted. Yeah. Like, I felt like it wasn't refrigerated correctly. It looked like Cool Whip, too. Like, yeah. instead of, like, it wasn't real. Whip, which would yeah. be that, you know, nice, yeah. good dairy flavor. It was, like, more See, cool I think this was an expectation versus yes, reality certainly. type sure. of thing. And then also the steamed bun here. Yeah, so the next item was the chicken edamame bun. So a steamed awesome. bun filled with chicken and edamame and topped with curry sauce. So when we first saw it, the cur they give you the bun and then they 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 um, douse on the curry sauce, and it looked almost like, like spicy mustard. Spicy mustard. Mm -hmm. And so I tasted, knowing Holly doesn't like spice, I tasted it, and it didn't taste like anything. It was just like, the it was just <laughs> bland. It kind of tasted like the like. This is gonna be gross. Kind of tasted like crab guts. Like, you know, like if you're hard shell crabs and like they've got the guts in there and like you might accidentally have sure. a piece of like the guts if you're eating. Like it reminded me of just like, again, lukewarm, like kind of like just nasty, like, like with an old bayish flavor to it, sort of. But I was disappointed with the bun in itself. I feel like that that was made with like chicken sausage because it wasn't like chunks of chicken in it. It was like a whole like chicken product because it wasn't even like a chicken breast that like i'm thinking like if the whole thing was filled with chicken that it's kind of like uh what's the name of the steak that you make in the puff pastry beef wellington well beef wellington that's what it kind of looked could have been like a chicken wellington type thing but it was it like, looked like a, pureed chicken it like was they just gross took, 
pieces of random leftover Ugh. chicken and like pure really and I I was love... mistaken when I said earlier that this was awesome. <laughs> I was mistaking it with something else. What were you mistaking it with? I don't know, something else in the bun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I was... I ate, I ate yours. <laughs> you really liked you it. Did yeah, you did like You did enjoy it. I ate half of it, and I just wanted the ends that didn't have any meat on them, but, like, just the bun part. <laughs> I thought it was and, I thought it was okay. I and thought Matt it was good. liked it. But he's more adventurous anyway, so, like, like chicken the... sausage and, like, curry probably a little bit more. I'm definitely the, less, the least picky eater in this entire group, I would say. You, I mean, me and Rob, but I think that even you have your, you know, your things that you don't eat. Yeah, no uh, we could we could get into that too. <laughs> yeah, I I think that I I'm definitely the the most adventurous when it comes yes, to food. Yes, Matt, you're. I'm great. the best. All right, all right, we'll keep moving. Yeah, let's Scott go. Uh, anything. Taste of Marrakesh <laughs> for my uh, Morocco. We didn't have anything there. The next one was Florida Fresh, which would be typically where Brazil's. Um, kiosk is for food and wine in between France uh, and Morocco. Yes. So th I, I thought this was, I had, I'm, I think I'm the only one that had food here, and I had the shrimp and stone ground grits with andouille sausage, sweet corn, tomatoes, and cilantro. This was in my top three of uh, between the, the hash and the watermelon salad. Um, really good. The shrimp were delicious. The grits were. You could screw up grits pretty easily, and these were good grits. I enjoy grits, even though I'm not Southern. Um, so this was definitely a highlight. I mean, it was like five bucks, and it was definitely filling. I know several of us had drinks here as well. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we have, <clears throat> did anybody have the watermelon uh, cucumber yes. slush with I Hendrix did. gin? Yes. It was. Was it a slush? It was a slush. It was Scott a got it. It was good. It was way too small for the price. It was, uh, I believe, an eleven dollar drink, Horrible. and it was like a shot. It may have well have been a shot glass for all the size it was. Yeah, yeah you was... were like done with that before you even started. Yeah, it was disappointing. And what did we get, Rob? So okay, so the there was yes. Well, there was the Sea Dog Aussie Berry Hefeweizen. I think I had that. Acai. Acai. Yep, you got it. And then the Feast of Flowers Farmhouse Ale. That's the one you had. That was the banana-ish. Because I typically don't like ales, and that's why I didn't get it. Okay. And you and Holly had the the fruity. That was so good. Yeah. I was so disappointed, and the Hefeweizen wasn't as, definitely wasn't as good. Okay, yeah, then you're right, yeah. Uh, then we go on to, we're almost done here. We got France, uh, oh. the Fleur de Lis. Is that the Fleur de Lis? Fleur de Lis. Okay. So food wise, I don't think any of us had anything. Um but we spent quite Scott a bit of time there it. because they had one of our favorites of anything uh at Disney, the Cronenberg Blanc, sixteen sixty four beer, fruity white beer with citrus notes. Oh. I know I probably had. You had a lot. <laughs> Rob <laughs> double fist. Every time he went out there, he ordered two. And then, I probably had at and least And they're full size. Yeah. yeah, they are full size. Um, the hollow leg. And then every time he <laughs> went up there, he also stealthily left a WDW happy hour uh, business card right there. <laughs> Yeah. And they um, were gone by the time you got back. So. Yeah, I mean. So either, either maintenance got them or a the wind listener. Or, yeah. If you uh, got it from the, if, if one of you out there is listening <laughs> and you grab the WDW happy hour 
business card from the kiosk in France. I was putting them Please at other let kiosks, me know. too. Or so. any kiosk, yeah. for that matter. If you found a, a rogue business card somewhere in the World Showcase, please reach out to us and let us know. Um, two other things there that I know we had was the Ice Pop Grand Marnier Peach Cocktail, which was really cool. It was a basically a push, push pop. pop. Yeah. Yep. Holly had that. The, it's Grand Marnier Peach Raspberry Vodka and Iced Tea. That was delicious. I tried that. Um, Kids love it. Yeah, I could see you making it at home, yeah, like yeah. just get those homemade Dude, freezer pop things. <laughs> it just tastes like a peach snapple with oh, yeah. okay. alcohol in it. Nice. And then Scott had the the rose frozen <laughs> shocker, the frozen slush. So Grey Goose Vodka Orange, uh, St. Germain Liquor, White and Red Cranberry Juice. Which you got to make sure you have your man card tucked into your pocket while you're drinking <laughs> that, to. you know. As as frou-frou as it looked with the pink color, it was really good. I yeah, mean, it was it, You gave me a sip of it, and it was it was delicious. Yeah, it was pink, slushy, and a martini glass. So this I, kid was owning it, though. I, pink drink don't think. That's that's a thing. That's a thing. And then our last uh, kiosk is Cider House at the United Kingdom Pavilion. So Cider House, Cider House rules. rules. Yeah. Um, I personally didn't have anything here. I, I know you Catherine guys had... Catherine Yeah, so you, I'll read what you had because I know what you had. It was the homemade... Oh, house-made potato and cheddar cheese biscuit with smoked salmon tartare. Ah, uh, yes. This whole what ordeal. Happened, <laughs> what we had? just wanted the biscuit, and I wanted the whole thing with the salmon tartare, and... <laughs> so what does he do? It is like a sandwich, so it's it's so. They don't serve it to you like a sandwich, though. They the serve top it, is off. The top is off, so it's just the biscuit, <laughs> not touching the salmon tartare. She walked away for like to 10 go get minutes, a beer, which like they kicked the keg, so you were gone for like fifteen <laughs> minutes. And while you were gone, I was like, thought I was doing such a solid by not touching it or eating it until you got back, but I made it into a sandwich. So then the <laughs> all portions of the biscuit were touching the salmon tartare. So it had traces of the salmon, and Catherine was none too pleased. <laughs> but you know who was? Me. Because I got the majority of it. Yep. And for those who might not be aware, salmon tartare is uncooked. Yes. Salmon. It's yes, like locks. Un- it was like chopped locks. So yes. it's not something that everyone would enjoy. And I'm a picky mm. eater, and I'm not, I am not ashamed to admit that. I know I'm a picky eater, yeah. but... That's why I said I just wanted the biscuit part. Maddie likes his locks. <laughs> yeah. Your, your golden locks. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was pretty much the wrap-up of Flower and Garden. While, while we're on there, this is always there, but I've never gotten it before. I stopped off at the place where you get the fish and chips, which oh, escapes yeah. me what mm. the name of it is. I think it's called... It's, the, it's just part of the Rose and Crown. Yeah, it's, it's like just the fish and chip window. Quick service. And that yeah. was a highlight for me. I love fish and chips, and they were excellent fish and Those chips. Those chips were good. They were great. They were so, phenomenal. I like fish and chips, too, and I've also never gotten them. I might have to... Next the problem for me back. is I'm always there during food and wine, and there's just so many other options. Right. But... You're not going to get the thing that's always there. Right. Hey, the... That's another... Tip is if you if you're gonna do the sit down, it's the same like which they charge probably twenty dollars for because we did it in February. What are you talking about? Uh, the fish and ro- chips yeah, the fish Rose and chips and, and rose oh, and crown. You can, it's the same exact item outside for like ten. What did you pay? Ten bucks maybe? 10 bucks, yeah. So half. I, you're not sitting down and having you know 
a table service, but if you're looking to save money, just do the the kiosk outside. If you're gonna get the fish and yeah, chips, yeah, exactly. Gonna... If you wanted, yeah. If... Shepherd's Pie is a highlight there, and there's yeah. some other good selections. And there. I just wanted to add that as another. Yes, yes, absolutely. Good call. So, um, I guess our other main notable experience was we went to Disney Springs, um, and wow, unrecognizable. Yes. If you've been to Downtown Disney. <laughs> Actually, Downtown Disney turned into Disney Springs. We never really explained that. We kind of just assumed people knew that. And Joe was like, what's Disney Springs? Oh, get out. Okay. I was like, well, that's Downtown Disney. So they just, they just re rebranded it. Mm -hmm. And it it's is amazing. gorgeous. Very nice. Um, Unreal. It's, it's crazy that that stuff was behind construction walls because it's a huge, huge, huge portion that never existed before. I mean, crazy. We, we spent a decent amount of time there in January. Mm -hmm. right dinner just drinks or we went for lunch and to think all of that was behind those walls and we had no idea because that was there those structures yes. it's not like they were erector sets so they put them up overnight and just it would it's so it's, impressive you could see why it took them so long i mean it, it's and so much and well needed much yes. needed i yeah, mean good it was, shop selection yeah definitely lots it looks like an outlet mall like it kind of looks like the Florida Premium outlets if you've ever been while you're down there. Um, yeah, it does. really pretty though. Like the bottling area. Yeah. Like they have like a pavilion over some of the shops, and it's gorgeous. I mean, it's just beautiful. All brick. Yeah. All brick. Like just it's just gorgeous. Um, and so we ate a few things and drank a few things while we were down there. Mm -hmm. Um. So we went to Morimoto Street Pat Street. Street food, I believe it's called. Street food. That's what it's called. <clears throat> I didn't have a good experience at Morimoto Street, Street Food. The service was bad. They didn't know what the heck they were doing. Um, I ordered three or four things because that was going to be like my meal for the night. And uh, we were just going to go around at Downtown Disney and get different things. Disney Springs, whatever. And uh, yeah, I ordered four things and they gave me one. I stood there and I said, yeah, I also ordered this. And they're like, okay. And I said... And I also ordered this, and they would go back and get it. I literally had to explicitly state all four individual items so they would actually make it and get it. And it's right there. It's ready-made. Like, it's, like, you know. Yeah. It, I got the impression that the guy at the register was new or just had never done that. Which, But there were three all, people back sure, there I, working. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That um, and the food was okay, and it was overpriced. Yeah, it was it was okay as compared to our experience. Oh inside, man, the more right? it inside, it's, yeah. just, it's just perfection. Um, so we did that. Uh, yeah, sorry. No, I was just gonna say that there's like, I was thinking like, oh man, we're gonna get like the Morimoto quality for you know a fraction of the price and eating outside, and there's no substitution. Mm -hmm. That's the if you want it was nice though to sit on that little area it was relaxing like i like that little side porch i thought that was nice sure um i wasn't really impressed by the food i got a california roll and they don't tell you it's a hand roll uh, and i probably would not have gotten it had i known it was a hand roll i probably would have saved my appetite for another selection somewhere else um so back you know we, we did that, and then we kind of explored. And back by World of Disney, there's, like, a connection that connects you to the back of Disney Springs, which is very weird. I just felt so disoriented yes. the whole time I was there because I was like, I know where I am, but I have no idea. <laughs> um, and then the poutine place was back there, um, and we got poutine. 
Um, I got the French poutine, which has Gruyere cheese and uh, mushrooms. And it was very good. It was very good. Now, I, I, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm dreaming about it, but it was delicious. It was yes, delicious. And I, what did you get? I had, we, so it was the classic. So it was French fries, uh, beef poutine gravy and cheddar curds. Um, I think it, I liked yours better. I think I did too. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> I would, I would have gotten the French as well because I love mushroom. Um, but since you got, I was like, I'll try something else. Mm -hmm. And, um, mine I thought was really, really good. I, I, I've read some not so great, um, reviews, reviews but I thoroughly enjoyed mine. It's a, like mine was eight forty nine for the fries and that's easily shareable for two people. Oh, absolutely. Like a good it, snack. It was like a big, like, um, almost like a, a circular cake pan size container. Like it was pretty big. It wasn't just like a like a McDonald's fries. Yeah. It was it was like a if large... you were you would need like four scoops of ice cream to fill that. Oh yeah, it was like, it was a it was a big container. Um, you know, it was good. It wasn't it wasn't anything. It wasn't La Cellier poutine. No, no I love no. the La Cellier poutine. That is way better. Hmm. And but a maybe I don't know if it was a highlight. Holly had the uh, the fireball sangria. Oh. That was pretty good. It's like a red sangria with what fireball cinnamon whiskey. Yeah. Huh. I turned around and it was gone, and I was like, <laughs> "Where'd your Where'd your sangria go? It's gone. It's just gone." It, you know, I I said a couple. We were shopping at uh, the local mall here, and I said, it, <laughs> this is what my life has come mm -hmm. to. I said, it'd be great if you could just walk around with a beer. I know. And, and shop, you know, just yeah. peruse and whatnot. And Disney Springs really allows that because we were walking around with a beer. I was, at least. Yes, I was, and too. I was, we were by that Melissa, uh, the, yeah, the, the shoe. shoe store, and I was hesitant to go in because I have an open container, and... There was another guy in there with a beer, uh, a cup of beer. So I was like, "All right, I'm going in." And uh, yeah, it, the people working saw me with it. They didn't say anything. I know it, it, it must be cool because I also went into Kate Spade, which I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is a, like a really high end place," and um, I wasn't sure if they let me um, bring it in. And the girls were like, "Hey, love your shirt," and I'm like, "Oh, hey." love my beer um but yeah it was it was awesome and a lot of the stores are still um under construction they're not all open uh, but there were two other food places where we had things the first was the Lux burger um mm -hmm. scott got an order of fries not so much scott's highlighted the trip yeah they were too vinegary for my taste i love them on the other hand i never i, I love them they as were, well i thought they were great but they were extremely small. I thought the price, they give you like this huge bag and you think it's going to come out with like this like overflowing french fries and it was a tiny little container. Yeah, it's no five guys no. in terms of size. And even like the poutine place, like I'd be willing to pay more for more, but I felt like you really did not get a good value at Deluxe Burger. Right, but there correct. was a... Um, I heard the burgers are huge. Though. Yeah, I, I, there was quite a line mm -hmm. and we went a little bit later. It was probably closer yeah, to like they were 11 about or 12. To close. Yeah. And um, interesting that a lot of those stores have different closing times. Mm -hmm. um, and then our last stop was Sprinkles mm -hmm. Cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> that was open till midnight. Yes. Yeah. 
And we uh, we, we, we waited in line for, uh, for that. Free cupcakes. Yeah, 15 we all, minutes? Yeah, we waited out, outside for about 15 minutes. I think it. it was completely, well, I mean, worth it. It was zero dollars. I hope 15 minutes. Well, I think time. it would have been worth it even if we paid for a cupcake. Yeah, me too. I thought it was really good. What were the prices for them? Five ninety five, I think, per cupcake. Is that really? And they've got so, other things other than cupcakes, too. They've got a pretty good oh, assortment. what do you get, Rob? So I had an ice cream sundae cupcake. So basically, a traditional cupcake, they ha they cut it in half. They Hack put, it. They put <laughs> the bottom of it in the cup. They put a scoop of ice cream and then put the top of the the cupcake on top of it. Lord. It was oh, it was it delicious. Was it was what flavor it, ice cream? I had peanut butter cup, oh, which was man. good. And what and kind that, of cupcake? I had the salted caramel. So oh, you commented on a weird right combo, now. but um, it, it it blended. I thought it was really good. Um, and then I did have the free one, and I had. Um, Banana. Mm -hmm. I got so it was banana cake basically with like a banana oh. cream cheese frosting. Yeah. And I ate that the next morning in the room. Kill it with fire. There is a spider <laughs> on our wall and it must be destroyed. That's huge. That's a big ass spider. Did you pause or are we still going? No, we're still going. Just go on. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, isn't that. Oh. <laughs> So the banana cupcake was really good. What but, flavor did you get, Hal? Um, I got the strawberry and I was really disappointed. Hmm. It didn't have much of a strawberry taste. No. My cupcake tasted like banana. It did. It smelled like banana bread. Whoa, it's on your hand now. Where are the spiders coming from? Wait, there was another spider? Yes. Oh! Wait, it was on your it was on your neck? Yeah. Did it bite you? No. We've lost all professionalism at the end of this podcast. I know. Welcome to uh, the Walsh Animal Reserve. Was that a little one or a big one? Uh, it was little. It was. It was the baby. It... Oh boy. Oh boy. I had the double chocolate cupcake. <laughs> it You're was okay. delicious. Um, I had the sprinkles, which was essentially funfetti, and yeah. it had, um, yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. What'd you have, Matt? <laughs> oh, I wanted to get the key lime, but they were out, so I ended up with the red velvet. You're not even sitting down. You're so skeeved out by spider. Well, it's on the floor. Rob put it on the floor. Like, it was on his hand. All right. And then he just flicked it. We've yeah. never, I've seen like one spider, like, Archie, you're per, not even doing your job. for every like couple months, and we just saw two back to back. Oh. I mean, it is the summer and it is getting warm, yeah. and we have windows open, but I mean, we have screens. Two, you, and <laughs> Happy Halloween. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but. Anyway, so that is the podcast. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so that was pretty much all of our new things that we checked out while we were down there and um, we didn't talk about the security <laughs> or ohana or ohana oh my gosh no we didn't what are um, we gonna do what are we going we to are do? uh nearly an hour and a half we'll save it for next time we'll save it for next time yeah why don't we yeah. talk about we'll have an ohana dining review and also yeah. um the security we'll leave you guys in antissa cheers Patience. <laughs> Patience. We're not, are we going to do our last segment?
Remember, what's, we have another segment. What's the last segment? Last call. Oh yeah, last call. <laughs> oh boy. Wait, did that wrap it up? No. Oh. He's still recording. No, I'm still recording. <laughs> oh, still going. We're, getting, we're getting real loosey goosey. We got off the rails with these spiders. <laughs> spiders. Really just destroyed. Well, both my... of you went like, <laughs> like the cat. It was crawling like. Oh man, that was huge. Um, yeah, last call. Does anyone else have anything to add? Besides Ohana and uh, the security <laughs> thing, which we will get to in our next podcast. Speak now. I can't think of anything. No. Okay, cool. All right. We found this really cute video of um, the lady who does the oh, right. voice of Ursula doing Haunted Mansion. the Haunted Mansion yep. walkthrough uh, voiceover. And it is phenomenal. We'll post that on the Facebook page. It is so good. It's really good. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's just, she's so cute. So yeah, check out the Facebook for that, because that is, that's awesome. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So thank you guys um, for listening. Once again, you can check us out on facebook.com slash WDW Happy Hour, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, WDW Happy Hour. Um, we are, you can write to us, Hour at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, and we would love to answer any questions you might have on future episodes. So thanks again. And cheers. Cheers. cheers.